hello and welcome to episode 119 of That King Thing. I am the host and eldest king sibling, Thomas, and I am joined by middle sibling, Joshua. Hello. And littlest sibling, James. Hello. Got it right this week. Well done. <laughs> and if you don't know what I'm talking about, listen to last week's outtakes, <laughs> where I talk about James being the middle sibling <laughs> and... Lots of Gears of War references. I've aged. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, let's crack on with gaming stuff, I suppose, since how we are a gaming podcast. Let's do it. Uh, what have we been playing this week? Let's go with James first. Okay. Um, I played a lot of Oblivion. A uh, bit of Rocket it's League. All I've seen, Oblivion and Netflix is all I've seen you on. And Netflix. I never oh, use Netflix on my weak. Xbox. So that's a lie. <laughs> you and Kate are on Netflix at the same time and all I can fucking think is that you want to watch something and she wants to watch something else and you just don't want to be in the same room watching it. Watching <laughs> or they both signed into the same Xbox with Netflix open. Po- possibly. That's a good point as well. <laughs> <laughs> There's three Xboxes it's... in my house. One one for each like room that's in use. <laughs> And uh, we have Netflix on each of them. Very good. But yeah, so it's a possibility. I'm sorry for interrupting. Yeah, continue, James. <laughs> Your story of the um, week. Yeah, I've played Oblivion. I'm now the master of um, the arena. Uh, uh-huh. um, I've just joined the Dark Brotherhood. Oh! Yeah. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I started doing the Thieves Guild, but I can't find where the guy is to get the, the things off. Because they're sneaky, sneaky motherfuckers. Yeah, like there's got to be specific times, but because the Thieves Guild, you can't find them. It's like impossible. Um, other than that, I play like FIFA and Rocket League and just bog standard stuff. Yeah. Right. That That's it, really. Nothing too interesting, unfortunately. If anyone can help James work out where the Thieves Guild are, feel free to get in touch. <laughs> I've joined them, and I've uh, I did the bit where you get rid of the the rogue, the spy, or whatever they are. See, then... I can't remember. I can't remember how it all works for Oblivion. It's that long since I have played it. Yeah, it's um, it's a weird one, but I've got to find Skira or someone, someone along that lines. That kind of name. Um, that kind of name. Yeah, <laughs> I don't pay enough attention. It's um, probably why I can't find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably because they'll have no doubt told you where you need to go to um, yeah. to find this person, and you've just not listened. Pretty much. That, that is James King all over that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. To be fair, I do it. I I take quests not realizing, not reading them. And then five minutes later, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm looking for here. And I have to open the quest in my quest log and read it. And that's on yeah. any game ever, whether mm-hmm. it's like my World of Warcraft or something as simple as. They just, I don't know. They talk too other slow. Stuff. And it's like, you're waiting 20 minutes to find out you need to go pick hey, up a think, spoon. Think yourself, think yourself lucky you've got a game where they talk to you, not a game where you've got to stand there and read it all. <laughs> like any Legend of Zelda ever. Well, yeah, any any Nintendo-based RPG, got to read it all. Um, a lot of World of Warcraft is red content because there's so much of it, so you've got to read the quests if you want any information on it. 
you're playing a main so. storyline, you've got a bit of a holiday from reading for a few quests. But after that... <laughs> yeah, because the new cutscenes. After that, you've just got to read everything. And if you don't read yeah. it, you're going back to your quest giver or you're going to Wowhead or somewhere to find out what you need to do. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> Reading skills essential. Yeah. What about you, Joshua? Um, I've played quite a bit of Fortnite, trying to get a little bit further ahead in the first week at season. Because last season I was a bit behind towards the end, so I've done quite a bit of that. Some for uh, some Rocket League as well. Um, Rocket League's made a crash big, made a big comeback with with us here, no, hasn't no. it? <clears throat> it has. I've been playing it for the um, event that they've got on though, that we mentioned a week or two ago when it started. Yeah. It's only about can five I just years can I just now. throw out there whilst we're still on the topic of Rocket League, Glenn yeah. Green. Baby GG three ninety three is actually one of the best keepers I've ever seen on that he, game. He really is. Yeah, is <laughs> that from the, the tournament? <laughs> no, just in general. I never just actually played against him in the tournament. I was, with I was playing worked. with him for uh, a long time last night, and he is Glendorf the Green, and no one shall pass. No Glendorf the pass. Green. <laughs> no gold shall pass! That's what he calls himself, and it's a worthy name. He's also Mr. First Touch as well. He's never not touching the ball first if it's his turn to go up first. As long as he's not Mr. Bad Touch, that's fine. <laughs> no, or Mr. Shouldn't he's, Touch. He's really fucking not. He's really fucking good at it. Well done, that's boy. what she said. you got your own little section of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, I've not really played much else other than those few games. Uh, I've played a little bit more of the Red Faction remaster, but uh, that's yeah. just the story base. It's so, Gorilla, isn't it, the remaster? Yeah, Gorilla, yeah. Remastered. Yeah. Yes, a great play on words <laughs> with the word Mars being highlighted in the remaster. It's like remastered. the Darksiders Definitive Edition and yeah. Warmastered or whatever they did for the first game. I think it was Warmastered, yeah. I just find those kind of things funny. I don't know why. Because you have no real sense of humour. That's true. <laughs> um, speaking of, I know you mentioned Fortnite there, so how close were we with Season 5 when we were making speculation about it last week? Um, it, it seems time travelly. The main character you get at the beginning is from our world. He, if you watch the trailer for the season, he is spray painting something that's come through one of the portals, and then he gets reportaled back into the game with the thing that he was spray painting in the real life people world, and now he is a Fortnite character. So it's more like Makes different dimensions. <laughs> you get like a Nordic outfit just for buying this season's pass, don't you? I do. Yeah, you get a female Nordic woman, um, and yeah. you unlock a couple of things for her, but. Yesterday or day before, they had a male version of that character up for like 18 quid. And the axe, which you can't unlock on the battle pass for like 800 V-Bucks, however much that costs, like 8 quid. Uh, I can't do the translation about that, yeah. So, so it's annoying because the Nordic guy was pretty cool. But so me and you both it's... like that kind of shit anyway, don't we? For some reason. So it's basically time splits. <clears throat> yeah. Very time split, is it? <laughs> different dimensions, different times, that kind of shit. Um, it well, doesn't explain why or what's happening because the character splits, did it? 
not it now. probably did somewhere, but we probably didn't pay enough attention. <laughs> Either we're that or they didn't tell us. <laughs> Just too busy playing, building his own maps and playing multiplayer on that. Yeah, that no, was it's, great. It's, it's like the end of the season last season were like superheroes fighting each other or whatever. Yes. And then if, when you completed seven weeks with the challengers and you'd completed all those challenges, you unlocked the character, which was the visitor or something. And he's come out of a pod in the middle of the map. And then he sets off a rocket that, in, that then starts yeah. off this, this shit. But nothing's actually been... like We don't know why that rocket got set off or anything. There's mm. no story to it other than this portal's opened and now this thing's coming through it. And that's it. Fair enough. So it's a bit shit. So we're <laughs> half right with the time travelling <laughs> portals. Yeah. Yeah. Time travelling portals. That's mm. all we need to know. Well, I've not done any time travel portaling. I've mainly played more Defiance. And been defiant through the lag. <laughs> well, I've also actually played that a little bit as well. Uh, have you? How far did you get? Not very far. Um, can't even remember what level I got to, to be honest. Um, but I was playing as a tank on it. Just Guardian. Because... Guardian, that's it. But didn't really get into the point where there was much story going on other than trying to find your boss. Yeah, which is all well. Ship. The whole storyline's taken from the first game anyway. It's more of a remake than anything. Yeah, of the first game. I'm finding that I'm still. Can you remember Joshua? The big. It was like a big tower with a big spirally road leading up to it, and then in the bottom yes, of the can. tower, when you got there, there was loads of people dying, just going, "Ah, I'm so hot, but so cold, and I'm sweating." Yeah, yeah they're still yes, there, can, and they're still actually. just as annoying as that. Wonderful. Um, I can't remember what else they used to say. They used to say something else quite funny as well. Oh, the the doctor used to go up to them and go, have you uh, had any contact with a human that might have passed on a disease or something? Yeah, have you been touching humans? Yes, (laughs) I've been touching all of the humans. (laughs) So, yeah, that's still there. I'm a little bit further on from that now, but that's roughly where I was up to and playing last week. Um... The lag is definitely a lot better. Um, it's the main thing that they've been focusing on fixing, but it's it's definitely one of those games that if you don't get it and don't like it, I can completely understand. I don't yeah. like to me. I'm I love it because of living the TV series and stuff, and I'll I'll always be obsessed with it. But I can definitely understand why it doesn't appeal to people because. Um, there's like, unfortunately, there's not really much exploration to it other than you sort of do the main quests and you can go off and do side quests if you want, but there's not really any exploration to it. So I've just been like hammering through the main quests and doing the, they call them co-op maps, but they're basically like dungeons. Um, yeah. Or the arc falls, which are where you do the world events, which are a bit like public events in something like Destiny, where there's like a huge boss that quite a few people need to come together to be able to kill it and then you get good loot if you do it. So I've just been wandering around doing stuff like that and leveling up. Uh, Fair enough. Other than that, I tried Vermintide this week properly. Have you actually The, the full release it of it. Well, is it a full release? Oh, I don't it? even know if it is a full release or not. I don't know. 16th of July. 
it came yeah, out. Yeah, it'll be way. it'll be the full release then that I've been playing. Um and yeah, I'm quite quite pleased by it to be honest. It's the only thing I can I'm gonna find is that it's probably gonna start feeling grindy eventually. Um because yes, it will. after one and a bit sittings, I've already done and I say one and a bit because like I did like a proper session with Nat playing co-op and I did a little yeah. bit more on my own. And um, I've already done two out of three acts and then there's one level on its own. But then obviously once you finish them, you go back and do them on a harder difficulty to get better yeah. stuff and level up further. And mm. it reminds me of the Diablos and stuff of this world where you go through and you play the game, but you're not max level by the time you finish the game. So you go back and start it again with your progress on your character, but then do it all on a higher difficulty and you keep doing it on a higher and higher difficulty until you've finished all the difficulties and then you max level. Um, yeah, and then and then you've got nothing else to do until what, an expansion comes out. Yeah, or or, or you lines. level one of the other classes or something like that. So yeah, um, the the mixers stuff is interesting. It's got a nice little mixer integration with it that I was testing last night. Um, it's funny. Where, uh, have you actually had anyone doing anything? Yeah, yeah. There was there were a couple of people last night that were voting. So like the thing comes up and it says like vote left or right as to which. Which item or which um, which mob should spawn and stuff like that. So you can vote yeah. to the audience can vote to spawn in like a big troll that'll attack you, or they could vote to Give you bring in like a, a swarm items. of something, and you'd fight. Yeah. So like sometimes they pick an enemy for you, and they pick between two enemies. <clears throat> sometimes it's like a good thing and a bad thing, so they could pick an enemy or like a, an item, like you say. Um, and sometimes there's like an item, like a, a health kit. And it's about which player they give it to, so they vote for who should have it out of the players and things like that. So, yeah. and then if nobody votes or it's tied, I think it just randomly picks one or the other. Um, yeah, it, it we're doing that on the beta, so yeah, we'd have two, and if no one voted, it would pick itself. Yeah, um, um, but you can you can do the you can use your energy or whatever on mixer to vote more than once anyway can't you you can yeah um so the the view the viewers can they get one vote per thing that pops up and then if they want to vote again and vote extra they can use those little lightning bolt energy things that you collect from watching people and to vote as well to give it an extra vote but there's that many that pop up through a level that i don't think there's it's, much incentive to can, vote again. You can change your settings on it so it's every like thirty seconds or forty five seconds or something. All oh, so right, I didn't notice very, that. Very frequent. If you go into your options and your mixer options, you can yeah. actually switch them around and make them pop up whenever you want them to. Really. See, I just left them as standard. I just turned the thing on, connected it to my stream, yeah, and then ran with it and just to see what was happening. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's um. It's all right so far. I've been leveling the little dwarf guy. To be honest with you, I forgot to buy it. It's in and Game Pass. I forgot about it. Is it? Is it actually yeah, free? As far as oh, I know, it's in I Game think, Pass. I didn't know it was. Yeah. I knew it was um, Game Preview for... Yes, that's where Xbox I was original. That's where I was originally looking at it. So I signed up yeah. to the original preview. Oh. I had a little bit of a look and thought, this seems all right, but I wasn't that bothered about trying it on my own and then i've i installed the full version 
tried it a little bit on my own and thought, oh, maybe I can play this on my own because of the bots that you can, because obviously you can lock yeah. it down and play with bots instead of having to play with randoms. And then I've played like co-op with Nat, where it was me and Nat and two bots. And then I've played again solo. So it's it seems enjoyable. Be nice to see what it's like with a, a full team of four of people that I want to actually well, play it's games on Game with. Pass, I'll yeah. sort myself out with it after this. Yeah. And when you're back from your travels, yeah, I'll have a go. Because like, I've I've played it. I don't mind playing it again at all. And I'd want I actually want to know what goes off in story and stuff. So yeah, definitely something I'm interested in. Nice one. We will play it. If anyone else out there is interested, then he's on Game Pass. Uh, right. With that said, I suppose we should. Uh, do some news. Yes. I was expecting something. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, <laughs> first up this week is news, I guess, but it's interesting and I find a little bit funny, but... Basically, Rainbow Six Siege on PC has started auto-banning people who are using derogatory slurs and horrible language. Um, and horrible. it's like an automatic... Yeah, well, they, they, I'll not say things that are <laughs> words that trigger it, but they're usually either racist or homophobic. Um, not nice and, words. Um, and basically, yeah. if you open up text chat and type anything like that in the text chat the game computes what you've said and then very shortly afterwards bans you and kicks you. Um, it, it's looking like at the moment the, the first time you do it, you get a 30-minute ban roughly. Then uh, it bans you from all the game as well. It's not just online. It bans you from like doing terrorist hunt offline and stuff like that. So it's it's a whole lot. You are banned from playing the game for 30 minutes. Um, and then if you do it again, it's a two-hour ban. And then a third bans you again for two hours whilst also starting an investigation into your account. Um, that basically means it'll more than likely lead to a permanent ban once to check what you've actually been saying. Uh, what made me chuckle about it more than anything was the people who had clearly been saying shit in game and had been banned from it tweeting Rainbow Six saying, um, like, one was, fuck you guys, I just got banned for saying N-word in chat. So Rainbow Six Siege account responded with, good. Good. <laughs> yeah. And then another guy said, uh, banning people for saying N-word on an M-rated game. Glad to see you're focusing on real issues. To which Rainbow Six Siege replied, fighting against toxicity and cleaning up the Siege environment is a very real and important issue to us. Which is damn straight in my opinion. Yeah. Like, yeah. let, let, let's put it this way. That is a game that's in its third year now, uh, and it's got good support. It's got a good player base, generally speaking, and there's no real complaints about the game. So for that person to be saying, glad to see you're focusing on the real issues, well, to be honest, at this stage in that game's life, that make, is the yeah, cleaning up the toxic environment yeah. of the people that are trying to ruin it for others is exactly right i think and it's a good thing and to be honest i wouldn't be surprised if other game similar games start implementing similar things and even things like playstation and xbox messengers and stuff like that started 
implementing something similar where as soon as you say a certain trigger word, that's it, you're gone. Um, yeah. Banned from comms. I, I've been banned from Xbox communication before, and rightfully so. And I'm I not proud of it. Horrible. <laughs> I, w- I was proud of it. The, the person deserved the word I used, but I also deserved banning for the word I used and the way that I used it. So I just accepted it because I knew what I did were wrong. But I can't do it again now because if I do it again, I'll probably get banned <laughs> for, for good. <laughs> well, so. I now think about what I put and use different words instead and replace them with nice, happy words because it's always nice. I've only ever had one ban like that on Xbox and it was fairly recently and I didn't even say anything that bad. Um, it was just that the guy actually reported me for it because he was clearly butthurt about it. Uh, I'm just trying to find it now. I've had many accounts suspended. Yeah, you well, you you've got a brand new, well, not a brand new account, but your current account exists because your old one got blocked out. Is yeah. <laughs> Did you learn your lesson, Dark JNK? Yeah, that's your RuneScape one. <laughs> yeah, that's my RuneScape login. That, yeah, that's because that one got banned too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure that's why. I used to get banned off a lot of things. Yeah. Uh, I'm just sorry. I'm just um, finding it now. Hang on. Oh, I said the c word. I said the c word. That's why I got banned. I'm, I'm so a, I'm a real c bearing, word. For bearing using in mind, bearing in mind, this guy's gamer tag was Copenhagen queer. That was his actual gamer tag, <laughs> and I got banned for saying cunt. <laughs> Basically, I was. Is that why you're not on? I was giving Is him that some why you're shit. Not on next week's podcast. Yeah, because no, you've just said that word. Yeah, um, <laughs> you're banned from communications I, for a week. I was giving Ouch. him some shit for some uh, some Madden three v three on Madden NFL because basically the way that it works is fucking atrocious. Like if you if you've got a shit team on FIFA or something like that, you can choose to play online in a shit league, so you're at least against people that are a similar squad level to you most yeah. of the time. However, Madden is fucking horrendous, and you just get put against people that have got all-star pro team in every single position, and we'd got, like, fucking nobodies. So I I did the typical, oh, well, you won your shit because it, you were, like, all 90-somethings versus a bunch of 60-somethings. Um, yeah. Uh, and then he started playing dickhead moves in the game, so I said, oh, and now you're kneeling, you sad cunt. Um, at <laughs> uh, which point the conversation continued and then ultimately I was banned for 24 hours from voice comms <laughs> because I called him a cunt. <laughs> nice. Uh, I, I almost used the word again on a Rocket League debate against someone that was in in the opposite team. I was playing on my own on doubles online on ranked. It was in the opposite team and they stayed and ended up in my team for like three games, and we lost because this guy couldn't play properly, and he started trying to tell me that I was the worst player he's ever seen. So I took a snapshot of my stats and sent them to him and said, if I'm the worst player you've ever seen, show me your stats too. And he started saying all kinds of other stuff, and he started, came into party chat and just basically said, you are the worst player I have ever seen. You are complete and utter retard, in a funny voice. And... I just basically kept giving him shit over messages for quite a while. 
while we're in a group together and in the game as well. And the other team that we were against were saying, come on, guys, don't fight. We just want to play Rocket League. <laughs> Why is Joshua always proud of abusing people on the internet? I don't know. I feel like this, this is the like second a, a, time he's done this. I have a class for um, I was I was also doing it last habits. week when the... Um, when the Fortnite server went down after they put the new So you were arguing with 10-year-olds? No, they were just... I was reading other people argue with other people, and it was just hilarious to read it. I was just going through all tweets and people taking piss out of other people because they're having Fortnite with Well, gen- generally, um, I think that people should be careful what they say and how they say it <laughs> on video games in general yeah, after generally. seeing this from Siege. But we'll move away from trash talk because it's... Yeah, it's a lot of shit. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, It's trashy. So, best news of the week is Nathan Fillion, who many will know as a superb actor uh, and voice of Kid 6 in Destiny. Uh, But we'll get to that in a minute. That's something else completely. Um, Basically, was teasing at some kind of uncharted content for the last week or so, up until this week. And unfortunately, it's not a full-blown movie like many were hoping, but it is a 15-minute fan short of Uncharted. And unfortunately, it just makes people like me want an Uncharted movie 10 times more than they already (laughs) did. Because it's awesome, I think, personally. For a 15-minute short, I think it's awesome. Um, He plays the part fucking perfectly he's getting all all the mannerisms that you see from nathan drake the character in the game like the the little smirk from one side Mm. of his face um the way he stands the the way that he's sort of sarcastically back chats the bad guys and all that kind of stuff is exactly like you see in the game um and there's some nice little touches that make it feel authentic as well where there's a point where he jumps out of a window and the way that he lands and then the camera pans around behind him and then it goes over his shoulder as he's shooting some guys that are coming at him it feels like you've just seen the cutscene of him diving through a window like you would and then it's gone back into gameplay mode and and you know somebody's playing and shooting like it's it's little things like that that make something like this so so good i think personally because it it just adds that feel and it shows that the people that have written it directed it put it all together clearly are fans of things like this game and games in general because they know what little nods and touches will um be good homage to the game itself and things like you know he's wearing that stereotypical like kind of navy blue or almost green long sleeve sweater top, the kind of khaki-coloured chino trousers. He's got the ring tied to the little boot lace around his neck. Like, just everything about it is, like, kind of on point as to it being Nathan Drake and the way that, like, the mini-story unfolds and things like that. Um, I can't remember his name, but the guy playing Sully is a really good actor to be playing Sully. He plays that part perfectly. Um and yeah, I just think it's awesome, and it's a shame because it makes me want more of an Uncharted movie now. Yeah, it looked really good, Tom. Like, like you say, it's just it's it's stuff like that that needs to convince them. 
that's that's what it's yeah for. i it's think so maybe to say well look if we can make a 15 minute short version why not try and go for an hour and a half to our full version yeah and then do it three times and make yourself some money yeah um the the other thing as well though is the guy that's directed it um has actually worked with Netflix before and written and directed stuff for Netflix. And I think from what I've been told, he's also worked on things like Stranger Things. So he's got um, quite good connections with Netflix themselves, I'd say. So hopefully people at Netflix have seen that. They're seeing the reaction to it because people are loving it. And it maybe gives, gives them a little bit of food for thought, and especially with the fact that Castlevania was received so well when that first came out. Yeah. They've got the second series of that coming, I think it's October. There was all that talk that we were bringing up last week about the God of War thing. There was all There's now this, so fingers crossed it will get Netflix to maybe take a chance on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, and everyone thought Nathan Fillion was getting a bit too old to maybe play a role of Nathan Drake, but I think watching that on on what is a low budget fan film, basically, he's I think he's you know pretty much spot on for it at the minute. Yeah, yeah. Con- considering Nathan Drake's probably getting too old to be Nathan Drake <laughs> in stories on game. Yeah, it's probably good to sort of keep it that way. Like he's not too old for it, but he's like the right kind of age. We don't need a film where it's, it's a younger version of him. No, um, a story we've not seen. We could do a story in between games or something, or just a completely separate story that doesn't even have to tie in. It can just be something. Well, that that is, you know, the like it makes references to stuff that's happened in the games and um, what have you, but it's its own yeah. story. It'd like I say, it'd just be awesome to see it turned into something more. Um, so, like, as it stands at the minute, since it went onto YouTube two days ago, it's had over 2 million views and 135k oh, likes. Now. I'm just looking Jesus. at it now. Bloody hell. <laughs> and that, that's on Alan Ungar's account, who's the guy that I was talking about, who sort of directed it and helped write it and put it together in the first place. That's yeah. crazy. Uh, but yeah, that that shows how popular it is. So, Go yeah, fingers again. crossed. More comes need of it. to make more of these short films and get the support of Naughty Dog and whoever else they need. Or they need to, Naughty Dog need to think about just saying, right, we're going to give you this much money. Go and make I don't money. think it'd be up to Naughty Dog, to be Do honest. All they, need, all they need is the official know, rights. They need the official rights, I guess, for yeah. the game. But other than that, I don't think they'd need anything else from Naughty Dog because they'll write their own story. Um, all it is is, you know, yeah. it's modern Indiana Jones, isn't it? Realistically, Uncharted. It's yeah. it, it's it going and finding yeah. something either myth, mythical, or um, like of tales of old and and whatever, and finding these old yeah, treasures. It's... And in the same way, Indiana Jones went for things like the Holy Grail and what have you. The Uncharted series goes for more things like your pirate treasures and your sunken treasures yeah, and things lo- like lost, that. They're it's more lost like treasures. lost treasure than artifacts. Exactly. Like Indiana Jones and Tomb Raider are artifacts, yeah. lost cities, that kind those, of stuff. Those things work. And, you know, some of the 
like the Indiana Jones films are considered some of the most iconic. So I, c- I can't see why yeah. doing Uncharted would be a bad thing. And- and they came from books, didn't they, to start with? So why can't things now come from games instead of books? Yeah. So we get games out it's of just books. And we do get books not out all, of games. Why do most games to movies things don't end well, do they? I think that's yeah. people's main fear no. of it. That most don't end like well. Halo. Don't even mention that. <laughs> yeah, that's a poor <laughs> film. <laughs> like. There was nothing that wrong with the Tomb Raider films, realistically. Maybe they got to a point where there might be too many of them, but yeah, I don't true. Know. You could say that about games, though. Well, exactly, exactly. Um, staying with Nathan Fillion for the next bit, though, um, he won't be the voice of Kid Six in Destiny's Two Damn Forsaken, um, and ironically, it will be Nathan Drake voice actor Nolan North. Who will play him due Whoa. to Fillion being unavailable to play in the first place? So I wonder why he was unavailable. So Fillion, <laughs> Fillion goes off and plays uh, Nathan Drake in a live action, <laughs> while Nolan North comes and plays Kid Six for him uh, in a voice acting sense. And remember, he's Nolan not North got. Well, it's, remember, Nolan it's... North got a phone call, which was, "Do you want to star in a fan-made film of?" Uncharted, and he said, "No, I've got something else planned. I've just got this really good role." And Nathan Fillion got a phone call saying, "Do you want to play Nathan Drake?" And he said, "Yes." And they just took each other's jobs. Nolan North couldn't play Nathan Drake. He looks more like Seth <laughs> MacFarlane than he does. I know. Um, Nathan Drake, <laughs> but it sounds anyway, like him. Anyway, <laughs> I'll, I'll eventually get to my point, which is Nolan North. This is not the first time he's stepped in for a voice actor on Destiny because he's Ghost. Ghost. He is, yeah. Since the t- since Peter yeah, Dinklage was... Um, well, since Peter Dinklage left, in inverted commas. But, yeah. yeah it's, it's not the first time he's done it. Um... The trailer for Forsaken as well is Nolan North playing Cade 6. So if you watch that back and listen, whether you can pick out the difference in the voice or not is another matter. But go watch the trailer as for Forsaken again. As long as it's still again. just as funny as... Like, well, the character's going to be the Kate same, isn't was. it? Yeah, it's, it's like... It don't matter. Like, the voice for Ghost didn't really matter. Yeah. After a while, you just forget it's, it would Dinklage ever because they went back and replaced him, didn't they, afterwards? Yeah, if you went back and played the original content of Destiny 1, then yes, they replaced Nolan North, re-recorded all Peter Dinklage's bits and yeah. they just went and over the top of it. If if he ends up being Cade 6 permanently, then they'll possibly do that, depending on what Fillion's actually contracted to do for him for Cade. Yeah. Um, well, the thing is, like they've they've already confirmed that Cade is dead uh, as of Forsaken. They've yeah. Sorry if that ruins it for anyone, but it's very well known out there in the in the world that um, it's a shame because Cade's one of the better characters. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they've said that it's definitely he's definitely gone, and Nathan Fillion said that he hopes it's not true, but if it is true, 
he wants to do a Cade one through five prequel <laughs> series of <laughs> of basically how he how he got from Cade one to Cade six. So, but that's just Fillion playing. This is why he's good for roles like Cade, and he's good at a role like Nathan Drake because he's got that sort of very dry sense of sarcasm humor. That those characters need yeah. that make those characters yeah. those characters so but that's that um see if these curse sales got a release date for the 31st of july and it brings with it the new threat of undead ships and a new ship type called the brigantine which is yes. a three-man ship and it's kind of a midpoint between the small two-man sloop and the big four-man galleon um it's the the interesting thing about the undead ships is the fact that it's looking as though they might be able to commandeer outposts and lay siege to an outpost, making turning in your treasures and things for rewards all the more difficult. Um, so that will be interesting to see how that all works. Um, it's a little bit of a turn on the fact that you know way back when during alphas and things they were saying we want it to be that a ship that you see on the se- on the sea is always another player but yeah. i think they're realizing that it does need a little more than just other people so it'd be yeah. interesting to see what this content brings in that's something that i i wanted out of it as yeah well. some npc ships to fight just to see how well they can well make it the, the idea of them as well is that you need to as with all these big boss things that they're putting in is that you need to work together to be able to tear them down yeah. um but the other thing that they're adding in as as well as these new enemies and new ship type is the alliance system which is basically it sounds like it's an in-game mechanic to enable you to actually team up with another crew from another ship and become a fleet if essentially so so it's, it's a dungeon finder um no it's no it's you it team up group? with another ship uh, but you become one large yeah. crew or one large fleet yeah so you'd have your individual ships but i'd assume that what it probably does is take away the combat aspect from that other ship so that you can't accidentally yeah. hurt each other because that's always something that you fall victim to is it's fun when you manage to find another crew and all get together on one ship but then if you end up in combat it's hard to tell who's part of the team that you're working with and who's part of the enemy team because everybody's just got a red name so you can't Mm -hmm. tell (laughs) um or a white name they don't have red names anymore do they that's that's an old reference I can't remember what... They have white names now, don't they? I can't even remember. I couldn't tell you. So It's been a while since I've played it. It's, it's more the fact that they changed it. They changed that during the beta, I think. That was a long time ago. Yeah. So people that have played it since release are like probably thinking, I've never even seen a red name. That's <laughs> old school me. Uh, and then last thing for this week, um, we talked about the Culling 2 a little bit when Nats brought it up last week, saying why did they bother. Um <clears throat> Us and Nats weren't the only one with that opinion, it would seem. Uh, and the current Steam player charts for the Culling 2 make for some... I say hilarious reading, but obviously not hilarious for the um, for the developer themselves. Um, 
mainly being that the average player count at the moment is in single digits. <laughs> I'm just having a look at it now. And the, the highest peak in the past week is seven players. I bet there's yeah. more people playing Oblivion. All time peak was only two four nine. Playing it, that's probably who that one person that's online is. <laughs> that one person that's on it all the time. There is, there is literally, there's it. literally one person on it twenty four seven. Like it, there's constantly yeah. one player online. Whether it's the same players in another matter, but there's constantly one player online according to the Steam charts. Um, the, Does anybody want to get it so we can be number ones? Well, the, <laughs> it doesn't seem like it'd be that hard. Let's put it this way. The 24-hour peak is three. <laughs> the all-time peak <laughs> is 249 players. And oh. in the last in the last 30 days, even though it's obviously only been out a week, uh, but in the last 30 days, the average number of players online at once is 6.2. <laughs> How bad is yeah. that? That That's is bad. Terrible. It, very, very bad. Yeah, it led to. Um, do you know what? I've literally just gone to go find something from Xavier, uh, a tweet I was going to quote, and I've gone to go find it to find what is now breaking news as we go live with the podcast. Um, the Culling 2 Ooh. is being closed and the original will oh. be rebooted and free to play. Oh my god! That, that <laughs> is like that is that is broken right now. Um, so the release of the Culling Two did not go well. The all-time player count, as recorded by Steam Charts, is two four nine. Uh, blah blah blah. Um, faced with that, the powerful backlash from backlash from the existing Culling fan base, developer Xavian has announced a dramatic change of direction. The game will be. Uh, shut down, removed from sale, and refunds will be issued to anyone who's purchased. Uh, and then there's a quote from the here. One thing that has emerged very clearly for us is that the Culling Two was not the game you asked for. Sorry, not a game you asked for, and it's not the game that you expected as a worthy successor to the Culling. Um, so, with that in mind, we decided that the best course of action is to take the game down and off the store shelves. <laughs> So that's great. Wow. Um, what's even more interesting is that instead of trying to fix it, Xavier is restarting work on the original game as the Culling Day One, a reboot coming later this week that will make it exactly as it was when it debuted on Steam Early Access in 2016. Um, so basically, for those who don't know, like as I said last week, the original Culling was fun and interesting with something a little bit different it was 16 players i think we were talking about like a, a mini battle uh but it was a lot about sort of crafting and melee combat and things like that and they yeah. made a big change to the game with the balancing of the weapons to try and make it easier for casual players to be more competitive but it obviously really upset like quite a hardcore player base that already existed for the game um, and then they stopped supporting the original game to release this. And it sounds like they're realising that the best thing for them to do is fuck this to culling two off, <laughs> bring back the culling one, and also put it back how it was before they started fucking with it in the first place. 
Um, yeah. To be honest, that is that going to be a different version of the game? Well, if they're calling it Culling, no, day they're one? saying they're going back to the day one version. They're going back to the original version of the Culling. Oh, so they're not they're not they're going pre-patch as a separate game. Well, whether wow. they're re-releasing it as a new game, I, I can't see. But they're saying it's going free to play. So there's poss- there's a possibility that they will release it as a new game, but this they're referring to it as day one because they they're bringing back the original game, but with uh, the original content level, not the patched content level that caused all the problems in the first place of people falling out with the original game. Um, yeah. yeah, and he says that that'll be coming later this week. So I did go to find the tweet that said something about, um, you know, we need to go take a long, hard think about what we do as a company now, given, you know, this reaction to the game. <laughs> uh, that is clearly what they've thought of. Um, I'd be interested to see how that goes for them because that is probably the only way to get out of it without <laughs> um, ending up down the shitter, I think. <laughs> They're probably already in it, and that's why they're reversed well, so far back. If they're not going to be able to sell that game, then they definitely they would have gone down the shit. Yeah. Let's put it that way. Uh, so yeah, uh, be interesting to see how that goes. We will keep you posted because I'll probably check it out while it's free to play. Yeah, uh, and see if it is what it originally <laughs> was. Um. Anyway, on that note, it's time to play a game. So yes, it is time to play a game. Um, for those of you who don't know, we regularly play a game against each other. Take it in turns to host. Um, this week it is Joshua's turn to host, so I will hand over to him at the moment. The scores as it stands are I am on 10 wins and safe from forfeit. Joshua is on 5 and James is on 4. So as per usual, for the third year running, it's becoming a shootout between these two. Um, although actually, year one it was a little bit closer, I think, wasn't it? I I pulled I had a fair bit of lead in year one. You possibly believe did. it or not? But yeah, year two and this year have been the year of the Thomas. I have no idea what this game will hold. For those of you who saw the tweet and Facebook post earlier, you'll know what I'm talking about because it was 25 minutes before this recorded and Joshua said, I need to go find some of my game, which never <laughs> fills me or James with confidence. <laughs> but I'll hand over to him and let him explain what shitstorm he's come up with because, again, for those of you who don't realise, every game Joshua comes up with is a shitstorm. Yes, this, this, this is going to be a shitstorm. After losing my questions, I have oh, renamed no. my game. What was the question oh, again? Oh, you mean Jeopardy? Um, in in the name of messing up games, I've forgotten my questions. But don't, do you mean don't worry. it's Jeopardy? No, I'm not calling it. That. I called it. What was the question again? Jeopardy. Worry, we had this. We had I've this got... argument when I tried to do Jeopardy. Jeopardy not... is basically. I'm going to give you an answer. You've got to tell me what the question is. So not basically, worry, you understand Jeopardy. I have the answers. <laughs> I'm sure you can see where this is going. <laughs> Stop reading your shitty script. Oh, <laughs> You've right. basically done Jeopardy. I've got three. Which right, annoys me th- because when I did Jeopardy, you didn't understand the fucking game. I don't understand I what you're on about. <laughs> so I've got three answers for a question. 
Um, you need to tell me what the question is and get it correct for a point. Oh there is God. a question each which only has one answer, but if you get it right, you'll get two points. Right. Simple as. There's ten questions. Simple. Uh, they will be passed to each other, and you will take it in turns rather than buzz. We've all learned that buzzer games don't work. I know, I'm just making sure that we know the rules. So if Thomas gets the first answer wrong, then James has a go. Okay. One. Oh, first so answer, it passes for points. Passes for points, yeah. Even the two, okay. the two point questions pass for points. Let's do this then. Who wishes to go first? James, you're behind. You can pick... Thomas can go first, so I can get an understanding of this game. (laughs) Thomas can go first. So, Thomas, the first answers are Mushroom Cup, Star Cup, and Flower Cup. What is the question? This isn't my actual answer, but for shits and gigs, I was just going to go, what are cup? Because that's a (laughs) James-style answer to a game like this. (laughs) Oh, this is really going to end in Sorry, can I have that again to actually try and answer it? Mushroom Cup, Star Cup, and Flower Cup. Uh, what are the first three championships in Mario Kart? Yeah, Mario Kart championship names. That will do. Oh, James? Dear. James, for the record, yes. this is how Jeopardy works. <laughs> okay, <James>? thank you. <laughs> yes. Tires, toppers, and antenna customization. What is the question? I don't know. <laughs> really? Um, tires, yeah, I know what it toppers, is. and antenna customization. I, <laughs> I know what it is, but so then ask a question. question. <laughs> Just ask a question. Um, that that's the oh answer. Oh my god, what, this is what can you change them. on your car in Rocket League? Yeah, name three things you can change on Rocket League cars. Thomas, oh, there we go. Oh, crystals, <sighs> gems, and relics. What um, are the collectibles in Crash Bandicoot Two? Yes. If you. Yeah, that's, oh, that's Crash the Bandicoot I one. I can't remember one of them anyway. James, <laughs> this is yeah. worth two points. Bullworth oh, Academy. Oh, what school on. do you attend on Bully? Yes, that's two points. James is on yeah! three. Thomas is on two. Thomas, I understand this game now. This is Thomas. Good. Wood, brick and stone, and metal. Come on! Wood, brick, stone, and metal! Are you shitting me? Yeah. What are items you could use to build a house? <laughs> oh my god. I have the five three the three building materials in Fortnite. That's one of the five answers that I had, yes. <laughs> Go on, what were you with this? You could have said arc, because that's same. You can yeah. use wood, brick, stone, and metal. Um, I've only got three, apparently. So he's lost some more of his game. <laughs> yeah, I lost, I lost more of them, yeah. Um, At least I get, James, I'll, I'll accept that I get my point for that, because that was James, vague as shit. Your question, <laughs> yes. James. Darts, arm wrestling, and shooting range. Darts, arm wrestling. Name three activities you could do in GTA 5. That's correct. Oh, yes. Thomas, two points for you. Oh. Reach. Wow. Further stars. Um... Trampoline Simulator 2018. 
Is it? Oh, this is this is a real fucking punt because it's the only game I can think of that involves the word. Is it name? I don't know how to describe it. Name one of the Halo series games that doesn't have a number in it. I will. I will take it. It. It was. What is the first first person shooter storyline in the Halo series? As in, which one came first in the series? But that's two points for you anyway, because you were close enough for me. So that's five. So it was Halo Reach that I was trying to get. It is Halo Reach. Yeah. (laughs) Thank God for that. James, are you ready? Yes. Are you ready? I think so. Health, stamina, and magicka. Fucking hell. This could be anything. Name three. Are they attributes? Is that what they, is that what we can go with? Yeah. Can we go with attributes? Yeah. Name three attributes from Oblivion. I don't know. I'll I'll take it because I've got Elder Scroll games, but Oblivion yes. is an Elder Scroll game, so I'll take that. So yeah, thank God was, I played that recently. Name three attri- three um three attributes it's on resources, Elder Scrolls aren't they, games. Really? Base resources are displayed as a bar. Resources. Uh, you increase them, and, yeah. You you obviously increase when your bar goes up. Thomas. <laughs> Zapdos, Pikachu, and Magnemite. Name three electric-type Pokemon. You sure? You can't give him clues like that! Yeah, because they are all electric-type. Yes, it's right. It's (laughs) absolutely right. Do you want some more? Electabuzz. That's another one. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Another one? uh, That one that looks like a Pokeball. Electric. Troy, electoid. Oh, I can't remember what it's called. Voltorb. Plug socket forkamoid. That's what a baby uh, Electabuzz is, which is called a Lekid. It looks like an American plus. Yes, but that's not original 150, so I don't care. No, no, I kept it to original 150 because we're both shit. Duly noted. Um, that's six. Thomas, there's one question left, so James could make it what, a tie. Oh, right. Walking Dead, Guardians of the Galaxy, and Game of Thrones. <gasps> Name three Telltale's oh my God. story series right. game things. Yes. Well done. It's 6-6. Six, six. It's a draw. Except I've not is, got a tiebreaker. That... You don't have a tiebreaker. <laughs> hold on, hold on. A just, just a moment. Thomas, I think we've just made history on answering every single question in a game correctly. <laughs> you have. <laughs> to be honest. You absolutely jo- have. <laughs> I can't work out if Joshua's made... It's not the easiest game we've ever done, is it? I don't know. Yeah, quite possibly. I thought it was fairly right, so I'd say so. (laughs) The fact that some of the questions had multiple answers and he was willing to accept anything (laughs) that was remotely close. I'll I'll accept it. Uh, I'll accept it. Come on, Joshua, think of a tiebreaker right now. I have a tiebreaker. Get a a number-based tiebreaker so that we can both give you a closest to answer. I'll accept that as a decider. Oh, God. It's a good way to do tiebreakers. It's pub quiz style. So I've actually got to think for completely random. How many players play the calling? <laughs> <laughs> How many players logged in to play the calling yesterday? <laughs> Three. Two. <laughs> You'll probably win because it's lower. <laughs> There's a link to see it, James, on our document. You could just cheat and look. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh fuck, I don't know of a thing. One minute. Just pick a number, but just pick a number. It doesn't have to be related to your game. All I did no, last time. How old am I? All I, <laughs> all I did last time was something like how many units had something had been sold. It was vaguely relative to the game. But it doesn't have to be directly related. While that's happening, I'm going to use my air can to clean my keyboard. <laughs> I'm going to pretend I'm doing something productive, but really just rattle a crisp packet. <laughs> what What's interesting is this screenshot that I'm going to take a picture of of my Xbox right now. James King. What, that I'm on FIFA? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I've always gone by the You're not making this question back. thinking of easy. Whoa, at all. We are for 10, 15 minutes at a time, you yeah. Um, a few weeks back, shit. we got told that we'd earn double points if you won a game whilst playing a game, which I've done for the last six weeks or so, and still not got my double <laughs> points. Well, you've not been mentioning it. Proof, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, it's I'm shit. now gonna do another tweet like I did earlier. I like this naming and shaming stuff. It's fun, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. One minute, I just need my phone for a second to think of this question. We'll not think of this question, but get a number for this question. It's also a shedgy gamer tag with the world. I hope you don't mind. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> Thanks. I think most of our listeners that uh, listen regular, especially if the patrons know your gamer tag anyway, so pretty much yeah. <laughs> yeah, quite quite a few do, yeah. Have you got a question yet? I'm just scrolling through for my answer. Like, just I know, on. I know this is going to be one of those notoriously long episodes, which is a pain in the arse for me, considering I have to go get a flight in the morning. But still, <laughs> stop making it worse. Six hours later. You can see part of my division post in the background there. And you can see my awesome blue light setup on my PC and monitor setup. You can also see right. part of my sunglasses. And you can actually Fortnite. see... You can actually see... Um, Something to do with one of our games. Look at look at that piece of paper, James. You can see part of one of our old games. I'm going to oh, yeah. pull it out and see what it is. It's Joshua writing down the answers to the E3 quiz. That's what that piece of paper is. <laughs> that's why it says question right. mark 50,000, because it's ha- that's the tiebreaker that I did, how many people attended E3 last year. It's, it's question time. Okay, so last well. week, when the, new, when the new season of Fortnite came out, the servers went down quite late on in our time. <sighs> it was 4 a.m., well, 3.59 when they tweeted to say that the servers are back up and looking healthy. But how many times did that get retweeted? Fuck off! What? Uh, how many times did a, a Fortnite server maintenance message get retweeted? Yes. I ain't got a clue. Um, 50,000. <laughs> hold on, hold on. The the tweet that said the servers have been taken down a few hours earlier had 3,800 retweets. Oh, miles so the server's that. going back up. 50,000. I'm sticking with it. James? James, this is your chance to win. 
50,000. I said 50,000. He said. said the tweet before it got three and a half thousand or something. So I think I'm a long uh, way I'll off. I'll go 5,000. <laughs> James wins because it's 3,200. Yay! <laughs> not enough people give a shit about Fortnite then, clearly. Five million followers clearly and they only get 3,000 retweets. That's weak. 3,000 weak as shit. retweets, yeah. On, on average, you're getting shit. less than 4,000 for each tweet. By it looks at things I've not noticed until just now. I won! Um, James won! Yeah, you did. <laughs> Sorry, I, what I've just noticed is that these like live as we're doing things tweets um, seem to um, be generating more interest than our normal tweets. Because <laughs> people are like replying to them and shit. Um, Baby G Glenn Green G Green 93 sent like a little gif to James, um, PKL's five five five. Paul has said standard. Um, so people <laughs> like that you're playing FIFA while you're recording a podcast, James. Anyway, I'll give you your music now. Now that you've run. So let's see what that does to the scores. Um, I stay on ten. Joshua stays on five. James heads up to five. Woo! And gets a double bonus point for playing a game whilst playing a game. No, you don't. No. Yeah, Prove but the it. thing, the thing <laughs> is, yeah, I'm the just... thing. <laughs> Prove it. We've, we have literally just tweeted about the fact that he's I know, playing a I've game. I've just seen the tweet. <laughs> I've seen the tweet. Um, did we actually say we'd do that double points? I think you play something. That's I started I doing think it. you need to play something more challenging than FIFA, though. Like what? Something that requires some concentration. Like a first-person or third-person shooter where you can die. I think, James, find the episode where I made the promise that you can have it. Yeah. I'll review what I said, and then we'll make some ground rules, and then potentially next week you can give yourself a bonus point. Potentially. It was the episode where Joshua was playing PUBG on his phone. Go find it, and then we'll see what rules we came up with. Um. Speaking of people sending us stuff anyway, since I mentioned that, it's time for that bit of the show. Um, wow, somebody random has retweeted us as well. This is this is weird. <laughs> this is weird that people like these <laughs> these tweets. <laughs> I don't even put the hashtags on them. I don't get it. They've got no hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> How do people even find them? Um, I go for some hash browns right about now. I had a hash brown earlier on a sandwich with bacon and egg. Butte. Oh. Um, oh. Anyway. Now I'm hungry. <laughs> incoming. Um, Daniel James Smith, who last week I accidentally called James Smith, and in the past I've just referred to as Dan Smith, uh, says, anyone looking forward to Dying Light 2? What they've shown looks good, but yes. is it a case of, here's the best bits, the rest is going to be crap? Um, Daniel... James Smith, I am agreeing with you on Dying Light 2. Looks great. The first one was a good game, though. It was, yeah. until you'd finished the story. Uh, yeah, there yeah, was the no... Story wasn't brilliant. There was nothing to keep you going Yeah, there was no, like, um, retention, if that's the right yeah, word for no, it. Yeah, there's no reason to... There weren't even any drawback for not getting achievements for me. I didn't really care too much about going mm. back and getting stuff like that. So, But in fairness, a game shouldn't revolve around the achievements, really. I know we're achievement-seekery people, but 
if you're saying the only reason I'm playing this game is to get achievements, it's not a very good game, is it? You should be able no, to enjoy true. a game without feeling the need to be doing it for achievements. Yeah. There's, you should want to finish a game to finish you, a game. Yeah, there's the games that give you 199 gamer score when you get the first achievement in the Don't game. Don't even start with One gamer score again. Did you see my tweet? You finish it completely. Did you see my tweet the other day where I had a gamer score of 88887? And it was so oh, annoying. No, I didn't. I didn't, but I've fixed that on my own gamer score so many times by I, purposely hunting for achievements that give me odd numbers. I don't score. mind the odd number thing as much as the fact it was 88887. The significance <laughs> is that it broke the fact that it could have been 88,888. <laughs> That's oh, the thing that upsets adopt, me. You just adopt my tactic and don't play that many games. <laughs> but even still... It's just annoying that games give you shitty achievement points. I thought that they didn't do it anymore, but then I realised that one of the games that's been doing it is it was either Dirt Rally or Dirt 4. I hadn't had any like that um, off Dirt 4. So a game that was Rally. on the Game Pass called The Bridge did it. Um, Overcooked did it. Overcooked that's does it. On the Game Pass. That's annoying as shit. Overcooked 2 is due to come out in August, and I'm scared for it doing it again. Yep. Because I put a lot of time and effort into Fuck the you, Team 17! To get that. Even yeah, though I do you. enjoy your other games. Fuck you on that one. Considering you've, considering you've got a tattoo on your leg off one of them. We've not answered the question, by the way. We're getting, we're getting sidetracked. No, we haven't. <laughs> um, so... It does look good, yeah. and I hope it's not just showing the best bits, because if they've revamped it like what they did for something like Titanfall 2, where they've listened to people, then good shit. Yeah, I, not, I'd agree um, with that. It's more of the same. I'd agree with that. Um, he also asked, did you find the Sega Classics a massive letdown like I did? I don't know. I didn't have one. I have a Mega Drive one, so I'm not... I well, enjoy it. <laughs> the thing is, I, it well, could be referring to one of two things, which is there was the game that was released which was Sega Mega Drive Classics, the game, and it had shitloads of Sega yeah. games on it for the One and the PS4. I can't remember if they did it for the PC or not. Um, so there was that. But then there's also the Sega Mega Drive Classic, which is the actual physical which I have. thing, yeah. which has something like is it 80 games on it or 90, something eight, like eight, that. 80 games. 80 games. I, I think it's 80, yeah. Um, yeah. But it includes your Sonics, your Mortal Kombat stuff like that. So I'm not sure which I'm not sure which specifically is referring to whether it's the the game only thing that you can get for both of the main consoles, <clears throat> or whether it's the physical thing. How do you find your physical thing, Joshua? I enjoy it. I go on it every now and then. It's... I played it a lot when I first got it, as you would imagine. What is it? About forty, fifty pounds? It was thirty-five, I believe. All oh, right. When I got it, um, and you, I think you can still pick them up for that amount. I've seen them in places like Red Five, and yeah, man shops like that. Man shops, man shops, sexist shops. Sexist shops where women can't ones. buy things because these things are for men. Even though, even though you take a woman in and they're still like, I want one of them, and I want one of them, and I want one of them. Like you can't have one. It's a man shop. Get out. Go eat a your kit. Oh wait. <laughs> Sex is chocolate. 
Sorry, we'll not like listening to this episode. Oh, well. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. I've had kids on it as well, so they enjoy it. But there are a few games on there that are a bit shitty, like Snake and Frogger. Well, yeah, of course. like that to boost the numbers. Yeah, to, to make the numbers high, you're going to end up with shit games that nobody even remembers yeah, from the Sega the, Mega Drive, let alone... And the main games are on there. For our, so for our American listeners, we're talking about Genesis. <laughs> Just so they understand what the oh, fuck yeah, we're forgot, talking about. about you always have to remember this with Mega Drive. To us, it's Mega Drive. I, I to always forget. The that, rest though. of the world is a Genesis. <laughs> but it's the same <laughs> yeah. thing. Um, we just went for the Mega version, that's all. Yeah, the Sega Mega Drive instead of the Sega Genesis. Um, Nats has said, I want everyone listening right now to buy Octopath Traveler, literally right now. I just can't even explain how good this game is and how much I love it. Game of the year potential. Joshua, out of the three of us, you're the only one that can buy it. Well, I could buy it. I just wouldn't be able to play it. Um, <laughs> so, have you? Why am I the only one that could buy it? Oh, for the it's Switch. a Switch game, you bell. <laughs> Never even heard of it. So why would I buy it? Well, it's only just come out. You fucking Nimrod. I should have heard of it though. Because <laughs> J- Joshua, Joshua, yes. you not hearing of a game it means absolutely fuck all. I know it doesn't. <laughs> I know it doesn't. <laughs> because this is you we're talking about. This is like James saying, "Um, uh, it's like James saying Skyrim's a shit game because all I've ever played is the first ten minutes of Oblivion over and over again." <laughs> Actually, I've played. <laughs> I keep dying in them tunnels. Them giant the rats keep up. getting me in them tunnels. The mud crabs will <laughs> get me. The, right, the key things to know about um, Octopath Traveler are it's an eight-person team, which I guess is yep, part of why good. the name is Octopath. Um, it's a classic style turn-based RPG, and it's from Square Enix. So basically, just think. Old school Final Fantasy. Online Final Fantasy. Old school online Final Fantasy. Yeah, basically. Just think old school Final that Fantasy. That sounds pretty good. Um, and it does look very, very, very good because it's in that very old style of old Final Fantasy games. And it's supposed yeah. to have that like 16-bit look to it, but it's done in a modern art style, which makes it look incredible. Um and it's kind of joining my list of games that make me want to switch. You know, things that I can only get on a switch is one of those things yeah. that's on my list of like why I'd want a switch. So it's like things like Zelda, this, and Odyssey are kind of up there. Yeah. But I would genuinely recommend looking at it, Joshua, because I know that you enjoy the original Final Fantasies and the turn based stuff. I will I will have a look at it because I miss the old Final Fantasies, because they've changed it so much. Yeah, well... Into a hack and slash. Well, now you've heard of it, and now I've promoted it for you. So, <laughs> there you go. I may need seven friends to buy it, too. I don't th- Anyone want to buy a Switch? I don't think that's how it works, Joshua. It's, there are eight <laughs> characters, and you make your team from the eight characters. Oh. Like in Final Fantasies, where you used to have different well, characters, you have and you three pick or three or four of them to fight for you. Anyway, okay. uh, David Moo Underground. No, wait, where's the Moo go? Moo, Faria. I forgot. 
That was a um, new name. <laughs> then move we've not, on a wet, where's we've the not heard from him for a while because he's been off recording his movie, recording his movie, filming his movie. Yeah, he's, um, he's been doing quite. He's a few been things. all over the world filming his film. So by any chance is um, heard of him? Nathan Phillips starring in it. <laughs> Nathan Fillion. Fillion. That's it. Who's who's filling Nathan? <laughs> filling Nathan. <laughs> No, that's that's no that's Nolan North. He should be filling Nolan. Good <laughs> Nolan North fills in for everyone. Um so anyway, David Faria on his travels has asked, uh, I've recently got into Raft. What are your favourite survival right, games, guys? Um Oh right. A game called Raft. No shit. <laughs> I thought he had to get in a raft on his travels. Um to be honest, I don't really have a favourite survival game. I don't really play them that too often. similar. There's only really Ark for me. See, I, I've I've played Ark, but I'm never going back to Ark. Stay of Decay. So I can't call it my favorite. If it counts, Minecraft. I keep mm, going back. To it Minecraft. probably is a survival game, to be fair. So I I keep going back to it and back to it. So if it counts, Minecraft is probably my favorite, just because of the amount of hours I've put into it in my life. I, I suppose it depends on where you draw the line on survival games as well, because yeah. like some of the horror genre get classed as survival games, um, but I think it means True. like sort of proper ones. Um, a Fallout uh, 4 on the hardcore difficulty where you die and you've got to start from the very beginning. That's survival. Yeah. In a, in a fashion. So it just Can you remember me and you life. playing DayZ, James? Help me, please. Yeah, help me, please. <laughs> yes, DayZ, was, DayZ was pretty I thought good. he was genuinely asking for help then because no. he couldn't remember. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, that, that was all right, that. Daisy's a good one. Um, trying to think what else we've played like that as well. Um, there's a similar one called Just Survive. I think me and you played that one as well. That's what was H1Z1 before they split it out into yeah. um, H1Z1 Battle Royale and H1Z1 the original. I'm sure me and you played that at some point, James. Um, we played loads, didn't we, through that stint? <laughs> Yeah, um, trying to think what else. Rust counts as a survival game, but I've never really made, uh, never really played Rust. But it's similar to Ark in a lot of ways, I think, because it's sort of a bit caveman-y, as far as I'm aware. Um, I make fire. Yeah, all right, James. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Ark, Ark was one of the ones I played the most. If I'm Totally honest, going by proper survival games where like you've got to eat and stuff to to get yeah. by. Yeah, I think Sims. Ark's probably the one I played the most. Sims is not a survival game. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's see what else we've you had. You have to eat to survive on the Sims, though. Oh, you just put them in a box room and let them die. Uh, yeah, burn them. <laughs> Connor Barget. I hope I've said that right. Barget. Bar- Barget. I hope I've said it right. Anyway, Barget. Let's um, call him Barget. 
baguette. <laughs> baguette. <laughs> Call no, a baguette. <laughs> That's one listener down this week. <laughs> um, so Connor has asked um, or said, I've been playing Defiance 2050, loved the TV show a few years ago and thought the first Good. game was great, logged a lot of hours on it. Downside is I thought 2050 was a sequel, but it just seems to be a remaster of the first game. Massive upside is it's free to play, so that balances out. What your ga- And then it goes on to say, what are your guys' opinions on remasters of games? And are you getting a bit sick of developers just doing remasters instead of new titles? It um, depends. A, we've, we've talked about some of them before, and it is very much a case of the context of it all, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. for example, Crash Remaster, Spyro Remaster... Happy to see stuff like that because it's the same game very, but in a new art style, and it's yeah. but they're yeah. also like critically acclaimed and they're loved by so many from one generation and stuff like that. That you know, and games like Spyro as well. You got to remember, like that transcended generations of gamers in the sense that you know, Mum played Spyro yeah. to the to the death didn't she like she played them all and she even went and got the ds games when they started doing ds games and stuff like that like and so we thought we love spyro but in actual fact our mother has probably logged more hours on spyro games than the three of us combined (laughs) because of how many of them she's played she's not only played the trilogy like what we played as kids she's also played all the um all the it's extra ones from the she's DS. She's not got loads of Skylander figures on a on a mantelpiece. I think Skylanders are a touch too far, even for Mother. Um, <laughs> she's a big Zelda person, though, isn't she? She used to enjoy the Zelda games more, more so than more modern DS ones. But she enjoys games like that. Um, yeah, the, the DS one she's had because it's the puzzle side. Of yeah, things. exactly. It is the puzzle element of solving the the, the stuff and and what have you yeah. that she enjoys. But still, I think that shows good quality games and like if you took an old Zelda game and remastered it in the way that they've remastered other games from in the past I think I'd be quite happy to see something like that um yeah trying to think we've it's like at the minute we've got the Pokemon Let's Go games coming out at end of year they are in the first game yeah they're they're not quite a remaster but they are it's Similar. not a remaster, but it's a reuse of that that stage of the story kind yeah. of thing and the amount of poker on it and whatnot. So it is it's not a remaster, but it's a reuse, and sometimes that's just as good as a remaster. Yeah. I see I I, or I stand by something like um you know, taking like a link to the past or Ocarina of Time or something. Something like old like to take the old old Zelda games before it became like 3D games, so something like A Link to the Past or the originals and turning them into um, a, a sort of a modern equivalent I think would be something fun and interesting to see and I'd probably sit down and play them. Um, to be honest, Nintendo do it a lot because they reuse a lot of Mario Kart tracks and stuff like that and they even tell you where they came from so it'll tell you yeah, well, this, this one's from a DS game and so that's on. That's it. So it's never bothered me. There's the odd one or two, like this new Gorilla remaster for Red Faction. It's not... See, yeah, was that really needed? 
Yeah. Like, if you're going to remaster one, remaster if... the original Red Faction. Yeah. Yeah. For me. And and possibly do the the original few. Were it two or three that they did? Well, Gorilla's the one third of his, one. Like Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, because Gorilla's set after the after. Park. So Parker did Red Faction one, and and then there's Red Faction two, which were both PlayStation two era, and yeah. then Gorilla was three sixty yeah. and PS three era, and then there's yeah. Armageddon, Armageddon, which is, which is the one, yeah, which, which is the one that I could never get into. But yeah. the one for me is the original, and if you're going to remaster something that's considered a bit of a classic or a a cult game, then it's fine, but remastering for the sake of remastering, I think, is a bit OTT. It's like remastering for the sake of remastering, I wouldn't include the Dark Souls remaster that they've done as for the sake of it. They've done it because people want it. This is, my, this is my point. Dark Souls, a response to Dark Souls is a cult franchise, really, in the sense that, like, yeah. you... <laughs> You're not a gamer unless you've spent hours dying needlessly in stupid ways on Dark Souls. It's a common... Yeah. It's one of those, like, I don't know what the word for it is, but it's like a stereotype, isn't it? Like, everyone's played Dark Souls and died... It's a rite of it's, passage. Yeah, you, you got to have played a Dark Souls <laughs> to be able to call yourself a gamer. It's like a, a common yeah. saying or whatever. So... Yeah, I think it's definitely contextual. Um, I'd I'll not argue against Defiance twenty fifty because I think what they've really done here is they've they were trying to bring the game to the next gen consoles, and what they've ended up doing as part of that is reworking it a little bit, and that reminds me of what they did with Diablo a little bit because they included the first expansion. Yeah. A little bit like what they did with GTA Five, because they also brought in some new features while they were moving it across, uh, like the first-person mode. So, is it a remaster? I don't think Defiance is a remaster of sorts. It's a re-release on a new console with alterations it's, that they they could now achieve. And it is like that first-person mode in GTA, or the expansion being included it, in Diablo and stuff like that. In a way, the Defiance re-release, remaster, whatever they've done with it, is more of a way to get the game out there without the TV show. It is. Um, the unfortunate it's, it's byproduct a... of that is I think they've rushed themselves and it's yeah. not quite right. Um, it's the server. Although the servers are pretty much sorted now and there's not really any issue there, the issues that they had were really bad and have put a lot of people that were neutral or didn't know the game before off it completely. Um, someone yeah. diehard like me that's obsessed with the TV show and obsessed with the first game will persevere through it. Like, I persevered through it. So, yeah. I, I played on it with um, Sammy and Courtney. They have not watched the TV show, but I was enjoying it and there were complaints on those two. <laughs> Sammy does not want to play it anymore. Courtney's not bothered about you can it. Play it with but me. I, I would go on and play it. I'll go on it and play it on my own if I want to because I enjoy the TV show and the first. You can game. Play it with me and Nat. <laughs> but it it just shows that that's the kind of thing. If you like the TV show or the first game or both, you're going to give it more time to sink in. Yeah, but that's that's the same with a lot of things. Like for example. 
the whole it's using a sort of a specific exam, example that's relative to me again but the whole thing with when sea of thieves launched and everyone's saying this is empty there's nothing to do yeah the the people that were still enjoying it and finding things to do and finding new things that they even they'd not seen before were the people that had already been playing it and had um like a a love for it already from the alphas and the bears and things like that so that it was the hardcore community of Sea of Thieves that were the ones that were still enjoying it and defending it during that backlash. Sometimes wrong to a degree, um, you know, maybe defending it when it didn't deserve it in certain aspects. But the same sort of people do the same sort of thing for Defiance. Yeah, um, it's a shame the Culling Two had none of those people. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the Culling Two is shit. It's right what they've done with that. Don't insult all three of those players. <laughs> <laughs> Two of which were devs. <laughs> um, anyway, we'll move away from that because it's getting involved. Um, Paul Flinders says, uh, I've mostly been playing racing games on PS3 and PS4 using my new wheel. Um, things like Gran Turismo 5, 6 and Sport, and some F1 games and even Drive Club. Also even had a double with Final Fantasy X. But- with, a, with a wheel? I'm guessing not with the wheels, no. <laughs> um, I remember, I did generally ask what have people been playing and what have you thought of it? <laughs> yeah. You've got to remember the context of the question, Joshua. Um, but then he said, mentioning peripherals, what are your favourite and worst console peripherals? My favourite and worst is the same same item, and it's Go fucking on. wonderful. Connect. I bought... No, I bought Skyward Sword for the Nintendo Wii. <laughs> And I got the collector's edition and uh, motion, you know, the motion sensor controls that had the motion sensor attachment yep. built into it, and that were gold, and I've still got that. But when I got it at game, they had an offer on a peripheral, which was a sword to put your Wii remote in and a shield to put your nunchuck remote in. Oh, my God. So you could have a sword and shield because you used the nunchuck to control the shield and your Wii remote was the sword. Best fucking thing ever, but also the worst thing ever because it made no fucking difference at all. Because you can just sit on the settee and still whack, like waft your hand to left a tiny bit, and he's gonna fucking go for it with his sword. Well, that that's something the same as when you get the tennis rackets and all that jazz. Yeah, for Wii sports. Yeah, you still sit on but the it's couch. The best, and it's the best thing because it it's it turns them into a sword and a shield, which is just hilariously funny to look at. And then it's the worst thing because it's just completely pointless. And I've still got them somewhere in the house. Do you know what is funny? To I still look own at? those that peripheral. My face. Yeah, that. But what, <laughs> seeing how quickly you can complete one of the jogging laps on Wii Fit whilst having a wank. <laughs> That's not a peripheral. It's completely lap. irrelevant. <laughs> um. <laughs> See, best best and favourite, I suppose, are two different things. So some of the best peripherals in terms of, like, originality across the board and stuff like that, probably, like, Guitar Hero and Rock Band sets. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you No, they're not necessarily the my favourites, but exactly. I had the full Guitar Hero set at one point. Um, I even bought Guitar Hero Metallica just to get an extra bass pedal so you could do the double bass. Um but yeah, things like that I think are iconic. Um, my personal favourite is probably my wheel rig that I've got, which many people know 
I've put a lot of time and effort into putting yeah. together, um, and it's quite OTT and excessive considering I don't actually drive a real car. Um, <laughs> that's probably my personal favourite. Um, in terms of worst, um, I don't know. Um, do you remember that really shit skateboard that they did for? Oh my um, god, Tony Hawk's. Tony Hawk's. Whatever it was. Yeah, or yeah, skate, I had whatever that it was. For like three days and then took it back to game. Um, because it was awful. So there's, <laughs> there's that. That's probably one of the worst. Um, it was a cool bad? idea, but just very poorly done. Yeah, but it, it was shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I can't think of any others that were that bad. I can't really think of it either. Oh, this is this is one before your two's time, but the Power Glove, the Nintendo Power Glove. That was no, I've seen that, and that looks fucking awesome, but it's shit. It was shit at though. the same time. <laughs> it looks cool, but it's just shit. It looks cool, but then it's got a NES control on the top of it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Um. Labo. Labo. Labo is out. I need to get that. <laughs> I just I like building stuff. I like building furniture out of a box. Can you imagine me getting cardboard boxes to then build? Why not just keep the and box from your game furniture with? It's my dream. and build something from that? Did you two ever? Could. Did you two ever have the Donkey Kong drums for the GameCube? No, but I have used them. I have used them. I never owned them. Someone I know used to have them, and yeah, we used to sit playing Donkey Kong for a whole five minutes before it got boring. <laughs> That's another shit one. I can't think of any more. That's it for me. I'm out. See, I have. I'm sure you two know that two of my favorite peripherals that aren't console specific, they're more PC based, are my mouse and gamepad that I use for MMOs and just games in general, shooters as well. Um, yeah. Gaming mice and game pads are insanely good, and I love them. I love them. Um, Torrent has asked or said even uh, I've been playing Fortnite season five, and it's absolutely shit. It's going to kill the game. Uh, <laughs> says th- says that they are ruining shotguns and then just adding in another car, which is annoying and too loud. And I don't know if this is a typo because it doesn't make sense. So hopefully, Joshua can help. And they got rid of Ankechi. An- anarchy. They got rid of. Anarchy it should be Anarchy, right? So yeah. it is. It is a typo. And the skins in the battle pass are rubbish. That's all I've got to say. The battle pass rewards are rubbish. There's yeah. I think there's the same number of characters, but not. It's not the same for like your gliders and your your pickaxes. There's a lot less of them. <laughs> and you just mm. don't see they've put they've put in toys which is like a it's an emote thing you can use which is at the minute it's a golf ball a basketball and a beach ball so you just pick it up and throw it yeah i've seen the balls and you you can <laughs> throw it into the basketball hoops now and get get points and james I've found that far that. too funny <laughs> Because so, he's but, 10 years old. This is why I don't understand after, why he doesn't like Fortnite, because but, he has the, the maturity of a Fortnite player. I've seen the The balls. annoying thing is, they did the playgrounds. <laughs> all, all our listeners have just turned off when I said that. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, did the, um, they did the playground thing, and then they took it off. But then they introduced the toys that you can use for random fun. 
can you mute can you mute yourself so you've grown grown up and learned to not make a joke of anything that's anything yeah they got rid of playgrounds and the one thing that you could have used playgrounds for was messing about playing basketball golf or whatever you can do with a beach yeah. ball and now you can only do it if you're in the middle of a game and you take time out of it and you get yourself shot that in is pretty stupid it. so it, it's daft because it does come up saying I've scored three points if I throw a basketball into a hoop <laughs> in the bottom left corner and it adds them up and it tells you how far away you were when you did it See, so, that's fun, but yeah, you don't really want to be doing that in the middle of the a, game of Battle Royale, do you? It's just a piece of shit at the minute. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make sense why they're in there, but those items mm. that are in there, there's, there's, the, there's the golf ball, basketball, and beach ball, but then they've also done a fancy golf ball, a fancy basketball, and a fancy beach ball, and they take up six slots, which would have been gliders or characters or whatever else. Yeah. Just adding more shit so you end up spending more money on the characters. Because yeah, probably because they've realised just... that people are getting to the end of it, and so they're trying to swap out the re- rewards so it looks like you're getting stuff, yeah, but it's well, actually nothing. There's in the last season there was a woman who was covered in graffiti and whatever, but then you bought the male version of it, and it's the same in this one where you get the woman that's a Norse, a, a Nordic hmm. character, and the man was purchasable on like day two or three. I'd be interested and to know how many people quid. that are regular players have the same opinion as Torrin. I do, and I'll still play it, but it, if it carries on, I probably might stop. I don't know. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. Uh, PKL's 555. Hi, Paul. Says, been catching up on Dead Rising 3 on the Game Pass. Anyone fancy helping me? Uh, If you could wait till I get back from holiday, yeah. It's been a while since I've played that. Well, last time time I played Dead Rising 3 was when me and you were playing it together and making videos on it. In 2013 when the Xbox One came out. Yep. A long time ago. It was, well, it was like the, one of the first exclusives other than Rise, wasn't it? It was like pre, not quite day one, but more or less day one, wasn't it? I, yeah, it was a few days after. It wasn't long after and, the console came out. Because it were Forza and that and Ghosts that we had, and they were like the only games out for it at the time. Yeah, um, and we played, we played that over Christmas and New Year because there was all the special events, and oh. me and you threw him fireworks at each other while naked going happy new year <laughs> if you remember that <laughs> yes, in mankinis mankinis in christmas hats screaming happy new year with fireworks <laughs> uh i watch those videos every so often just to reminisce my life was fun once um but that <laughs> is it that is it if anyone fancies helping pkl's 555 then that is his twitch handle and his gamer tag so let him know um if you'd like to get in touch with us, then you can find us by going to that underscore king underscore thing on Twitter, search for that king thing on Facebook, or head to thatkingthing.com. Uh, that is a place you can contact us. It has a link to our Discord channel, and it also has a link to um, Patreon, which is a way you can support the show in a monetary way, uh, such yeah. as Just Will. I'll not go through all these names right now, but just Will, <laughs> who will be on the show next week, all things will, 
Will going will well. be on the show. Yes, Will will be on the show. Um, will willing good. I may or may not be. It very much depends on where in the world I am, uh, if I'm traveling or if I'm stationary. Um, as I am off to Being go around race courses um, in... Well, race tracks, not race courses. It sounds like horses if I say that. Race tracks <laughs> in Europe. So it really just depends on where I am. Um, rest assured, though, I will be writing the majority of the mastermind questions. So you will, will whoever is competing, <laughs> which I believe is James, and then obviously oh. Will, um, will get good questions, or at least half decent ones. Um, and and I shall I do them a- terribly? <laughs> shall I just do Oblivion and see how badly that ends up? <laughs> I think you should. I can do. I'll do it. I'll do it. Why not? Okay. That'll be fun. Um, <laughs> I will be here if I can. If not, these two are going to put a show together on their own. Other Yay! than that, cr- we that will, so will. that should be fun. So make sure you tune in for that next week. Um, that is that. So goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> we will we'll see remember, you next week. I've distracted myself. I can't remember if there's anything else that I normally say. I don't think there is. No, no, I think you've covered it all. Goodbye then. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Well, well. <laughs> Anything else anyone wants to add before I hit stop? No, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is part of Brit Pod Scene, an independent network of uniquely British podcasts that's always growing. Check out BritPodScene.com or BritPodScene on Twitter to find out more. Oh.